Hello, everyone, and welcome to Top Stock, episode 21, and we thank you for listening in from whenever and wherever you are. I'm your host, Alex Birch. It's that time of year again. Bowman Baseball has been released, and it is a jam-packed box. One of the highly touted members of the product, Alex Bregman, the second overall pick of the Major League Draft last year, joined me via phone to talk about his hot start and what it's like to be on a baseball card, and we even found out a fun fact about him. But before I talk with Alex, I have Zvi Geffen here, the Bowman brand manager, who has lots to talk about regarding the release. Zvi, start us off by telling us what's new in Bowman this year. Um, well, how long is our segment? Because there <laughs> is a lot new in this year's product. I, I think looking back on how the product performed last year, we wanted to add some content and uh, make it even more diverse and more enjoyable for collectors this year. So we added a lot of thematic stuff and a lot of uh, low-numbered insert autograph content. So some of the thematics, for example, we added a subset this year called Turn 2, which highlights the top two uh, prospects in each organization, and it's a double-sided chrome card. And I'm really excited to see how that one turned out. Um, I think on the Braves one, we have Dansby Swanson and Sean Newcomb, so I'm really excited uh, to collect that card. A couple tradees. Yeah, exactly. Those are some (laughs) recently acquired top prospects that I think will um, be great for the Braves in years to come. So I'm excited for that one. And then we have some shimmer variation autographs, for example, that are all low numbered uh, to return some more value to the collector and the autograph collectors. And then um, thematic stuff like international ink uh, subset, insert set and autographs uh, featuring some of the top international signers from the offseason. And I know, Zvi, that one of the really cool new things that I know is going to be my favorite subset for sure uh, is Family Tree. And explain what that is. Yeah, Family Tree, you know, we were looking at the draft this past year and we noticed some familiar names uh, when you look at Biggio and Matheny and Rivera and Tatis, uh, some names that if you're growing up in the 90s, you recognize uh, from uh, from your baseball fandom. And now their, their families and their sons are involved in the game and getting drafted by uh, Major League Baseball organizations. So we wanted to theme a subset called Family Tree, uh, put Father and son on the same card um, we have an insert and autograph variation of that that I think will be really interesting and and for those um, really intense player collectors I think that would be a great addition to someone's set and no matter what when when you open up a box of Bowman baseball you're going to feel very old no matter what that's what <laughs> I feel like that's yeah. another that's another kind of side angle of this subset it's you you, you look at the card and you're like wait a minute no that guy has a son who's at least 18. No, no. It's so true. It's so true. It really dates you. It makes us feel uh, pretty old, which is which is sad. And actually, along those same lines, we are continuing with rookie recollections this year. So that's a, uh, that's a subset that we tried out last year that um, – to good fanfare that we wanted to bring back. So uh, to refresh everyone's memory, that dates back 25 years and looks at uh, the rookie class. Um, So for this year, that would be to the 1991 rookie class. So as a Braves fan, as you know, Alex, I don't know if you've heard, but I'm a Braves fan. uh, You have guys like Chipper Jones and Ryan Klesko that were able to feature in this year's Bowman release, um, flashing back to their rookie cards of 91. Um, And uh, it's just a way to involve uh, some of those early 90s collectors and get them excited about the release too. And what else in the product that uh, that you can explain is something that is familiar to the fans of the Bowman product? 
Um, well, we're continuing with Bowman Scouts Top 100 um, this year. Those highlight the top 100 uh, prospects in baseball. Um, that list is provided to us by our Bowman Scouts. Uh, we have a group of guys who contribute their thoughts and their analysis to uh, the top 100 list. And uh, we take their feedback and their rankings. We incorporate it into a subset. Um, and that is Bowman Scouts Top 100. So we have that insert set. Bowman Scouts Top 100 also has autograph variations as well. So um, you're really looking at the best names, the best young names in baseball baseball and obviously Zvi, everybody loves rookies but because of the incredible rookie class last year we're gonna see some great sophomores and that is something that i know bowman highlights yeah, I think we would have been remiss not to include some of the guys that were rookies last year that are still driving um, the hobby. So you look at the at the list, guys like Carlos Correa and Francisco Lindor, um, Jock Peterson, Noah Syndergaard, Chris Bryant. Um, these guys are just huge names making a uh, big impact um, in baseball and in the hobby. So we wanted to include them in this year's Bowman release. Um, so those names will be featured in a subset called Sophomore Standouts um, and just a way to include some high-value, low-numbered autographs uh, into the product. And obviously, Bowman comes with some great signers each year, but I know you are especially excited about the signing crop that is here for this year. Yeah, this year's checklist is just shaping up uh, really well. I think uh, our associate brand manager, Matt Blyberg, did such a great job of putting this list together uh, in our licensing department with John as well. I need to shout him out. But uh, the list is just great. You look uh, up and down, and I think collectors are going to be really happy. Um, you have huge names like Yohan Moncada, uh, Kenta Maeda, Daz Cameron, Dansby Swanson, Alex Bregman, Anderson Espinoza. Um, so these are big names. Uh, they're also tied to big organizations, and that's a recipe for success when you look up and down and you have top Red Sox prospects, top Dodgers prospects. Um, you know, for me, Al- Alex, again, Dansby, he is yes. a brave. Yes, so I, will, yes. I will be looking for that card. Um, and uh, hopefully people enjoy their breaks and they get some high-value autographs. Yeah, and it's it's really awesome to see just how exciting the uh, the rookie class could possibly be, or at least the rookie class of the next few years. Because this past year, as we noted before, was such an incredible influx of talent. And you rarely see that happen within, let's say, another year so soon. But it really seems like we could be seeing some incredible talent come up very soon. Oh, it's so true. And I mean, you look at a subset like sophomore standouts, and I'll tell you, we'll be able to continue it again next year because the rookies this year are just as good as they were last year. Um, you look at like a Corey Seager or um, a Kyle Schwarber, unfortunately, with the injury, but still a huge name. And he's going to be, you know, such a successful Cub in the future. Uh, Severino for the Yankees and Conforto, Sano, but uh, the Piscotti for the Cardinals. I mean, the rookie list is is just tremendous. And these guys are, are paying dividends out of the gate, too. So um, you look at this rookie class and then some of the prospects I mentioned a few minutes ago, and, you know, they'll be rookies soon enough. Um, and so I think we're at a really exciting time for prospecting. Um, and hopefully this release um, – you know, continues that trend. Absolutely. I mean, like you said, Bowman is synonymous with prospecting, and these prospects are ones to really keep your eye on. Bowman Baseball, out in retail and hobby stores nationwide.
Last year, he was taken second overall by the Houston Astros in the Major League Baseball draft and is currently mashing his way through double-A with the hooks. Alex Bregman, thank you so much for joining me. Thank you for having me on. My pleasure. So, what was it like? I need to know what it's like to have a baseball card that has your face on it. What's that like? It's pretty crazy. You know, you grow up up collecting as a little kid, always following the game, trying to pick out your Albert Pujols rookie card or your... Alex Rodriguez rookie card and then to have your own uh, card it's pretty special and uh, I know my family sure loves it they they're they've been collecting they've been collecting uh, my cards that's awesome I mean so you so you collected uh, cards a bit when you were younger yeah I did um, I did I grew up uh, my dad would my dad would uh, always bring home probably five or six baseball cards every night from work. He, it was like his little uh, tradition with me when I was about five to eight years old. So I had I had thousands of them in my room, and I would always look through them and trade them with the neighbors, and I just I had a blast. That's awesome. Uh, what were your favorite cards? Um, My favorite card ever was probably my Alex Rodriguez rookie card or Barry Bonds rookie card. That's a good choice. Both of those are good choices, obviously. When you look at the car that, that that is yours on it, do you feel a sense of that like you you've made it? Uh, no, I don't think I'll ever. I don't know <laughs> if I'll ever have that uh, that feeling, but I feel like it's it, it's definitely an honor to have uh, to have one and and a privilege. And I mean, it's it's really cool. That's awesome. So I'm I'm always curious when I talk to different ball players because the roads to professional baseball uh, are really are really different. And for you, what has been this journey like to get to where you are today? Um, it's it's been a uh, it's been a fun one uh, to say the least. Uh, it's been a lot of it's a lot of hard work. Um, a lot of a lot of a lot of stuff come goes into this and uh, a lot of people have helped me out along the way that I couldn't have been here without um, my parents and all the coaches and teammates I've had in the past and um, it's just it's been a it's been a great road so far and hopefully it keeps going what do you think's been the biggest challenge for you so far to get to where you are right now well I think first and foremost getting out of uh, I mean grew up in grew up in New Mexico and uh it's it's tough to it's tough to get seen there um and then this the second thing is being being undersized so having to having to figure out figure out how to uh, overcome that and um i think uh i think just working really hard every single day that's that's the uh, that's what that's what i've done and i i never let myself never let myself cheat at anything i always i always had to do every single last rep but every everything i've always done and uh, I think that's why uh, I've been successful. And I read something interesting about you uh, the other day, which is your jersey number signifies something for you. Uh, what does th- what does your jersey number, number thirty, signify? Well, I, t- I chose number thirty for the uh, thirty teams that messed up at high school, <laughs> um, kind of as a little bit of motivation, and uh, um, use that at LSU, number thirty, and then uh, got got that transitioned into number eight which uh, kind of was the captain's number there my sophomore and junior year, which is a really big honor to wear. And um, I think 30 served its purpose. And now uh, now it's uh, now it's number eight. And I passed number eight down to uh, 
to Jake Fraley, uh, kid at LSU now. This is a stud, and it's been uh, it's been real cool. Awesome, and you know, you have taken the road to to go to to go to college, which I mean, I I can only assume that playing ball at LSU, which is where you went, was one of the coolest things of all time. Definitely, you know, it was a it was an amazing experience. Um, the fans are so great there. The community loves loves baseball. It's like you're the New York Yankees in Louisiana because that's <laughs> that's their baseball team. So you're walking around Walmart and you're taking pictures of ten people. You forget what you went to Walmart for. It's so cool. It's it's awesome and uh, it's I'm so glad I got to experience it. It's a it's a blast and I, I'll be forever grateful to the community of Baton Rouge. Who of the major leaguers now does that for you? Who would make you forget uh, what you went to Walmart for when you see that major leaguer in the store? Who's your guy? Oh, it'd be, I mean, it'd be it'd be Derek Jeter. Uh, I've always grown up looking up to him. Uh, just the way he handles his business on and off the field, the way he's the captain, the way he comes through in the clutch, the way he's the ultimate team guy. And it's, uh, it's just he's, he's the best role model I can think of. And do you model part of your game after after what he did on the field? Oh, uh, definitely. Uh, I try to. I just try and just try and lead and like he did, and uh, just try and um, lead with uh, lead by example, not by talking about it. For sure. Uh, what what player that's playing right now in the majors? Let's say let's say you you get to the majors somehow tomorrow. Who's a, who's a pitcher that you? would really like to face who would i like to face yep um i would say i'd say chris sale i think he's got some of the best stuff in the game and uh i'd love i'd love to love to face him so let's talk a bit about the astros organization i mean it it is a a really up-and-coming organization what's that what is that like being surrounded by so much good young talent Oh, it's awesome. There's a, there's a lot of energy in that clubhouse. Uh, I got to experience it a little bit in uh, big league camp this year. Uh, it's a young team. It's an energetic team. It's a team that wants to win, and it's a fun team to be around and show up to the field every day and go to battle with. That's awesome. And, and have you do you learn something from the guys who have who have gone on a little bit farther than you so far because they've obviously had a little bit more experience than you? Yeah, of course. Uh, I tried to pick up as many things as I could from them. Um, try to ask them as many questions as possible and um, try and pick up a few things that might be able to help my game and uh, bringing that into this year and the years to come. And what's kind of coincidental is that actually the last guy that I had on this podcast who is a ball player is Carlos Correa. So I'm just loving Astros middle infielders right now. <laughs> and uh, Carlos is a stud. Yeah, I mean, talk about him a bit. I mean, he's he's something else. Yeah, he definitely is. He's a stud. He's a good player. Um, and, uh, he's one of the nicest guys too. So I, I wish him the best in his career and, uh, hopefully, uh, win a, win a world series with him someday. For sure. And, uh, you mentioned earlier about being somewhat undersized. I'm, I'm curious if you have anything to, to say to other kids out there that might be listening to this, thinking that they might be a little bit too small to play baseball or to play any sport. What would you say to them? I'd say that. First off, you got to figure out what uh, what you can do to help your team win. And I mean, uh, if you if you're if you're a small guy, maybe you can play really good defense. Maybe maybe you don't have to hit for power. Maybe you're a great average guy. Um, maybe you just have to find your find your niche in this game because 
Baseball is a game where you don't have to be six foot four to be good. You, you look at Jose Altuve, the guy's five foot five. Dustin Pedroia, five foot eight. So it's just about mastering your craft, and if you work hard enough, uh, anything's possible. I don't, I don't think, I don't think, I don't think anyone's given baseball talent. I think, uh, I don't think anyone's born with it. I think it, it's an obsession. I think you have to be obsessed with the game in, in order to be good at it, in order to be great at it. Yeah, I hear that a lot as well. Like you got to you got to eat, sleep and breathe it. And uh, and clearly you do that uh, as well. And uh, and so I'll I'll get towards the end of this interview with this. On the back of baseball cards, there are some little tidbits about the players that some people just really might not have known about that player. It could be just like a little fun fact. What is what is your fun fact? Tell us something a little bit about yourself that no that not many people would know. Well, I'd say either that I have an undefeated chess career. An undefeated uh, chess school. career. <laughs> or, uh, I don't know, or, um, or my, or my, or my grandpa, uh, was a, was an attorney for the Washington Senators. Wow. That's really cool too. That's, that's awesome. I'm actually more interested in the chess. So you played chess your whole life? Yes, I have. Um, since I was about since I was about seven or eight. Wow. And and what what do you like about chess? Why why do you why do you stay oh, with it's, it? It's just a mental. It's just a mental. It's just a mental game. It's cool and it's fun. It's com- competitive. And uh, I grew up doing it. Uh, my mom never let me win at it until I could beat her <laughs> fair and square. And uh, after that, I was uh, on the chess team at my school for three years and I think was ranked pretty high in the Southwest. Maybe number one. I'm not sure. <laughs> it's okay. I won't look that up. So you can hold on to that. Uh, but when, but when you, um, when you look back at, you said that about your mom that she that she did that she wanted you to earn it. That obviously showed up more than just in chess, I assume. Oh, definitely. Uh, everything in life. That's and that's why that's. I think her and my dad are both that way, and that's why uh, they 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 drive me to be better and better and uh, work harder and harder and. Uh, I'm, I'm really thankful for the work ethic that they instilled. That's awesome. And uh, and re- and one last thing, and I and I like to ask some players this, um, especially young guys who have so much ahead of them. But it, it offers some interesting perspective and thoughts of your own future career. So let's say everything goes completely according to plan. You win multiple championships. You you go to the Hall of Fame. What do, what would you want your plaque? to say about you once you get there well i just wanted to say that he's the same guy every single day um every single he's the same guy every day he shows up to the yard he plays the game hard the right way has a good attitude hustles and uh is very prepared uh works works his butt off and is the ultimate team guy and just wants to do anything to help his team win Thanks for listening to Top Stock, and we hope you hear us again soon. You can subscribe to us in iTunes, Audioboom, SoundCloud, and Stitcher, and you can follow us on Twitter at Top Stock. If you have any questions or comments or would like to tell us about your collecting story on future podcast episodes, send us an email at topstock at tops.com. Special thanks goes to Clay Laraski, Leanne Minutoli, Susan LeJudai, Zvi Geffen, and Alex Bregman. We'll be releasing another podcast episode very soon after this one, focusing on May the 4th, Star Wars Day, all around the world. You won't want to miss it. This has been Episode 21 of Top Stock. Top Stock.